0: Welcome to the trivia episode of the Wodesman podcast. Today's episode is a charity event. There are two separate just giving pages for the prize pool for this episode, and it would be greatly appreciated if you, the listeners, could contribute to that. There is a separate prize pool for the winner's choice and a separate prize pool for the bearded fisherman, the Wodesman charity. So please take a look in the show notes and donate if you can to help make some people's Christmas that little bit easier. Welcome to the Wodesman Trivia. The Wodesman Trivia. <laughs> Welcome. I'm one of
1: your hosts, Primal <laughs> Nomad, Liam. I'm really excited for this episode. And I'm here with Tom from Backgarden Bushcraft. And I am very excited to be here on the Wodesman special episode. The
0: Wodesman Trivia.
1: And today, we have some of our
0: finest guests from throughout the year. And in fact, you could say some of the finest guests in general. And to start it off, the first one to come is Steve, the state detective, keeping our lads fed. Nice say, old chaps. And then we have a Mr. David Friars, the modular man. Hello. (laughs) And then we're going off to field and steal (laughs) the knife beater. And followed sharply by him, it's Josh from Feared Woods. Right, my lovers. I don't think
2: I'm
0: drunk enough for this. To top it off, across the seas, it's a Mr. Joe Price from Living to Learn. I'm
3: trying
0: not to get cancelled today. But there's one more. And he's from the north, <laughs> and he's always a good laugh. It's a Mr. TJ into the wild, Hello. Tim.
3: I want to eat some hard liquor. Nine, eight, seven, six, I love the whole, Bruce's loses prices right
4: field,
1: he got going on. Three, <laughs> I'm
2: talking about two, that.
1: Okay, so our first question of the Wodesman Trivia special episode comes in from Jamie, Living Wild, UK. And the way you guys are going to have to answer this is if you guys have
0: a pad and a pen, you can always add in your questions to that and hold it up so we can see it. Hopefully it won't be reversed on the camera. If it is, we'll work around it. (laughs) And if that doesn't work, there is a little button in the bottom right that you can click on chat and add your answer in there. Or we
1: can come around you and just ask for your answer. You can always speak it. So Jamie asks, humans have evolved into what they are today after the passage of six to seven million years. What percentage of that time have we been urbanised and living out of our natural environment? Is it A thirty three per cent, B fifteen per cent, C three per cent, or D zero point zero one per cent? The countdown is ticking,
0: it is. So you guys have one minute to answer.
1: If anyone wants me to repeat the question. That's a D. I can indeed. I need oh, yeah,
0: repeat repeat the question. And then don't hold up your question answers until we're done, just in case anyone else who hasn't got it sees.
1: Humans have evolved into what they are today after the passage of six or seven million years. What percentage of that time have we been urbanised and living out of our natural environment? Is it A, 33%? B 15% C 3% or D 0.01%. See you got about twenty seconds left. See
0: after and then hold hold up your answers in after the timer just so no one else can see just in case you've got it right and no one else does reminds me of being in prison 8
4: 7 I feel like six, I'm back six, in my class
1: 2 1 so the answer is dumb the answer is D Woo! 0.01% there we go. <laughs> so,
0: who did we have with D we had Josh Joe Steve Field of Steel Steve
5: I had that State Detective
6: and oh, I Dave did C. Did
0: you? you said C, C so is yeah. Dave without a point on that one unfortunately <laughs> the modular man i like that so how are we all doing guys that was a good little intro to the the trivia um we've obviously got josh edwards here how are you doing buddy all right mate i'm okay good good and then we got joe price are you doing well good man good glad to be here good i'm glad we've got tim as well haven't we
7: how are we bud you do not too bad yeah i'm I'm just here to make everyone else look good so
0: yeah but still happy (laughs) to be here we next to him we've got steve from field and steel hope you're doing well buddy
5: hello hey
0: steve from the state detective as well
6: i say old chaps jolly good to see you all and in busy sinking uh u-boats in the atlantic you see
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then, yeah, David Fryer. So we're all on a, a big online chat at the moment recording this podcast, so we hope it comes across well for you guys, the listeners. It's um, It's been a lot of work, hasn't it, Tom? It
1: has, it has, and uh, we've had a lot of people behind the scenes that we've been been uh, calling up to help us with the techno- technology today. Yeah, big shout-out to John. He gave us a lot of hands, hands-on help behind
0: the scenes, so this wouldn't be possible without him as a good friend.
1: Absolutely, but as we learned from question one... We haven't had very long to adapt to our new urban environment. That's it. Only 0.01% because the Industrial Revolution saw the beginning of urbanisation and less than 0.01% of our species history has been spent in modern surroundings. So we can be forgiven for the odd technical hiccup.
0: Yeah, and actually since the year 2000, we've officially become an urban species with the estimation that in the year 2050, 75% of the population will live in cities which uh is that's a bit crazy. unfortunate to me i
2: think yeah. all
0: you guys could probably agree
1: <laughs> that's crazy Glad i'll be dead <laughs> <laughs> <Hopefully not. laughs> oh
0: jamie actually goes in with another question so while we're on jamie living wild uk we're going with his question so the next one is guys and be ready to answer and again Please don't hold up your answers until the time has been done. We'll give you only a minute this time. We gave you a little bit of extra on the first question. And the question is, where does the term bushcraft derive from? This is a bit of a hard one, but where does the term bushcraft derive from? And feel free to have little conversations to throw each other off throughout this little quiz. You can always throw in little, uh,
1: little false flags to each other. Spread misinformation.
3: <laughs> Easy now, Twitter.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Tim straight in there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, the answer, can everyone hold up their answers? We have Josh with Steven Seagal. We have Joe Price with Richie's Races, is it? Graves, Richie Graves, Australia. Richie Graves. He's the man. We've got Tim, James the Wild, Ray Mears. We've got Steve, Field & Steel with Australia. We have... Steve's state detector, I can remember who was hiding under that. <laughs> <laughs> and we have uh, David Ryers with Australia. And actually, although there's no definitive answer, it's most likely to have come from the Dutch word bosch, which means forest. But we would give a half price, half, point, half price, a half, <laughs> a half point for Raymir's. So Tim's got a half point. Why would you
3: give a half oh, point? Richard Graves,
2: Graves <laughs> is the one who came <laughs> up with it. You probably from... <Yeah>, <laughs> got <laughs> it
1: wrong. From... This <Yeah>, is <laughs> a half point. I'm afraid no points <laughs> for <from> Stephen Seagal though.
3: Okay, cool. So so it wasn't Richard Graves, the guy who
1: wrote the book called Bushcraft. It was the
3: Dutch.
6: Okay, cool. (laughs)
2: Yeah, for sure. Absolutely.
6: What was the name, Liam? I love it. It derived from Bosch, was it? Yeah, Bosch. Bosch, yeah. The Dutch name, the Dutch word Bosch. Boschcraft. Bosch, yeah. Oh, Bosch.
0: Bosch, which which means... I think not the Bosch, Bosch, Bosch,
6: Steve. (laughs) <laughs> oh i'm sorry i got to go, go. Yeah, it to have a cold sweat then <laughs> yeah absolutely okay our
1: next question is uh one of our special questions that have been submitted by one of the guests um so every one of the guests had the opportunity to submit a question to try and throw off the other guests so this is just a little curveball we wanted to add into our trivia quiz so this one comes from steve the state detective Name three of the five Allied code names of the Normandy beaches of the D-Day landings assault in 1944. There is a bonus point for the harbour. So name three of the five Allied code names of the Normandy beaches at D-Day.
0: <laughs> I say, I see you chuckling away. There, <laughs> Again,
6: we jolly good spanking old chaps, didn't we? <laughs>
0: So again, name three of the five Allo- Allied code names for the Normandy beaches of the D Day landings in 1944.
1: A little bit of history. You're like, I didn't sign up to this. I signed up for a bushcraft quiz. <laughs>
2: but it, apparently, that was
1: very and The Dutch team. <laughs>
8: One.
0: So, so do you want to hold up yeah, hold up? Here. No, I didn't even um, write anything down to be honest. That's fine. Did you wanna say anything out in case? No. no nothing coming to Rash On Bay. Friday. Charlie's Angels. I'm useless with names. So, so we got yeah, Josh with Mary Poppins, Rash Bay, and Charlie's <laughs> angels.
1: Unfortunately not Josh, but I got, the effort. I tried really hard Story. So
0: Omaha is that Dakota and it Omaha is, yep. from Joe. We got Omaha. Skegness and Blackpool from
2: Tim,
0: (laughs) 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 Omaha, Blackpool and Miami from Steve, Field and Steel, the State Detective. What's he got? I say all of them. I say.
6: (laughs) Oh well, I've not written because I didn't know I was part of it, but I will, I will, I will will name them if you. I know you know the answers.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, the correct answers are Sword, Juno, Gold. Utah and Omaha, and there is a bonus point if you noted down Mulberry Harbour, which is the harbour.
6: Sorry about that, old chaps. Threw a sticky wicket in there. You see, (laughs)
1: it's all right. Everyone else will have a chance for revenge. Um, So, how many points did different people get? Josh, unfortunately, you didn't get. a point for your, your Mary Poppins. Joe, you've got one. Ooh, I'm helping. Tim?
0: Tim, did you... What was yours again, Tim?
7: Uh, Omaha, Skegness and Blackpool. I've got at least two of them right. I've got no, Tim. Steve's got one as
1: well. Steve's got, <laughs> got
2: one.
1: Steve's I'm one. I'm And
2: Steve's got uh, we We've got four.
0: Okay. Right. So... Just delete that question so we don't read them again. So we have one from myself and Tom here. This is a Wozeman question. Roughly how many species of animals, plants, fungi and single-celled organisms are found in the UK? It will be the closest out of the following. A. 18,000. B. 34,000. C. 70,000. D. 82,000. Or E. 104,000. We'll go through them again. Is it A, 18,000, B, 34,000, C, 70,000, D, 82,000, or E, 104,000?
3: I'm getting confused now between how much bacteria is on your toilet seat. That
0: number's in my head now. <laughs>
2: There's
1: a fair few toilet seats in the UK. <laughs> some are scummier than others. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cancelled. <Yeah>, that's it.
3: <laughs> They've got to get us. So Those the last ten seconds
9: include mythical animals such as Wombles, things like that. Nine, eight, seven, Not including Wombles,
0: right? Nine, five, four,
9: three,
0: two. So, everyone hold up their answers. We have Josh with D. We have Joe Price with E. We have Tim with 82,000, which was D. We have Steve with D. Steve with E. And Gabe with E. So, actually... So... There are around seventy thousand species of animals, plants, fungi, and single-celled organisms found in the UK. So it's actually D. So oh, play, it was actually please. C. Uh, C. Sorry, C. Oh. So that was a a curveball from us guys that no one got. <laughs> we weren't. So that was, uh, that we was a hard been one. To
2: Bradford? <laughs> 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 I'm from Bradford. There's a lot. There's a lot. <laughs> I that back. I'm, I'm not a species, though, so
6: don't worry. Tim's his own species, isn't he, Tim?
2: No, I okay, a...
1: our next question is another Wodesman question. Um, what do you call the horizontal lines or pores on trees such as birch trees which are used for gas exchange? Why oh, did you give me the name? Oh, God that was me earlier Joe. <laughs> <laughs> that was Liam he was like you mean <laughs> could you repeat the it's question a, again
0: this is a difficult guys, one. yeah what? the question again is what do you call the horizontal lines or pores on trees such as birch used for gas exchange nah, I'm probably in the right ballpark I'm on the right
3: tangential plane, it. but I think it's probably
1: wrong hmm.
2: it is a hard one That's a good one
1: that's a very and the way we've structured the quiz is designed to throw people off. Like we'll throw in some history, we'll throw in some cookery questions, and then we'll bring it back to bushcraft just to throw people off. So, little yeah. um, some
6: general knowledge
1: It's deliberately. Oh, I know I got it wrong. Ten, nine, eight, the
4: horizontal
1: lines, guys. Got it wrong. Three. Two, so, so the horizontal lines used for gas exchange on trees such as uh, birch are called uh, lenticels. cells. So yeah, lenticels. Um, <laughs> wow. No. So again, another curveball. There, another curveball. They are technically lines. Are so technically. I kind of, I kind of agree with you there, Steve. <laughs> they are lines, but, but, a but the technical right Yeah, medullary
0: race oh, and race.
9: Yeah. Majority raise. I, I, I did Madonna Ray <laughs> We were in the
1: right bar, but we were wrong, apparently. So, you know? Yeah, I know. Right, right, ballpark.
0: No, pretty, really good effort, guys. That was a really hard one. And when Tom told me that, I, I just said, You are a mean bugger. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we're going to go in with another Wordsman one here. Can you name two methods of food preservation? That's all we want from all of you. Two methods of food preservation. It could be any two. It doesn't have to be a particular food. So any two methods of food preservation.
1: Put it in the fridge. That's it. (laughs) Could eat it. Could eat it. Yeah. (laughs) I preserve my food by eating it. Put it on the top shelf so the dog doesn't get it.
0: How are you all feeling? Confident?
3: Mm -hmm. No. (laughs) I only know how to turn alcohol into a breath. That's all I know. Food preservation.
4: Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two,
0: one. Let's everyone hold up. So we've got Josh with salt and dry cannon. (laughs) salt and pickling from joe price salting curing from tim salting smoking pickling jerking canning and freezing from steve field and steel we've got steve state detective no, with food. salt and pickling and then you've got david fryers with smoking and in the ground very good nice. yes yeah, very good so we've got a whole round house on that one absolutely all round house the correct answers would have been jerky smoking salted pickling dehydration freezing ground storage perfect so,
1: Tom, is your turn, I believe. It is. <laughs> uh, another fairly kind one by our standards, I think. I think that's kind. <laughs> what do we call a simple woods bread made of flour, water, and sometimes other ingredients such as milk powder? So what do we call a simple woods bread made of flour and water... And sometimes with added ingredients like milk powder. Are we down. looking for the Ray Mears definition or the actual name? Ooh, probably the Ray Mears <laughs> definition, judging by how we've but gone so far. In, but
2: you can throw in the actual name. <laughs> uh, yeah. As
1: well. Put both there. <laughs> you potentially get bonus points if uh, yeah, if you teach Hervus.
0: us this. <laughs> bread. simple wood spread made of flour, water and sometimes milk powder. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two. There we go. Here so we got bannock. Bannock, Bannock, Bannock or damper? King <laughs> <Steve>. <laughs> Sorry, I was jumping Steve. out of
6: my league. I'm afraid. <laughs>
0: and Dave with Bannock. So the only person who got it wrong there was Steve, the King's state detective. It. And it is Steve Bannock. I'd always
8: get
0: that one. A nice friendly uh, bread to make in the woods, isn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> it's, nice it's a good, easy. a good skill to hey, learn. Right, Steve,
3: video, Steve what's that oh. savage bread that like clogs up your arteries and stuff? I can't get enough. Warbands. That's the man. <laughs> I love that stuff. <laughs> <Warbands>. <laughs> it's,
5: like it's like clay. That's that the good stuff, right, I swear
3: yeah. to God, if they sold that here,
0: I'd be a dead man. I'd be a dead man. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got another Wozeman question here. What? Oh, no. Sorry, wrong one. Tree rings can provide precise information about environmental events. What is the name of this science practice? Is it a ringology, ringology, b dendrochronology, c lignum tempus, d arborochronology, or e patience? (laughs) Again, the study, the science, the name of the science practice of studying tree rings ringology, dendrochronology, lignum tempus, arborochronology or patience.
1: That's a mean question. <laughs> you were feeling particularly grumpy when you wrote that one, <laughs> that was, weren't you?
3: Have Lincoln Tempest, <laughs> were they involved with the Crusades?
0: <laughs> yeah. Sounds like I, can't I can't say, say
2: anything. <laughs> yeah, could, you it?
0: could you
9: repeat it quickly?
0: Yeah, of course. Tree rings can provide precise information about environmental effect events. What is the name of this science practice? Is it A ringology, D, dendrochronology, C, lingam tempus, D, uh, yeah, D, arborachonology, or E, patience.
9: Cool. Cheers, mate.
0: No worries. So we've got A, ringology, B, dendrochronology, C, lignum tempus, D, arborachonology,
1: or E, patience. When Liam asked me this, I got it very wrong. <laughs>
2: 10,
4: 9,
0: 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, So we have Josh with D. We have Joe Price with B. Yeah, a, I think that's We dangerous. have Tim with B. We have Steve Field and Steer with B. We have Steve State Detective with D. And we have David Friars with A. And it is, in fact, dendrochronology, and it is the science of
1: dating trees from their rings. So well done, everyone that said B. That was not an easy question. That wasn't. That was a hard one. But just a little... The aim
0: of this, again, is to try and educate the listeners so there's a little bit of fun there for people to...
1: A little facts for them to walk away with. Do you want to do another one, Tom?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, nice, a nice one here. Who wrote the famous SAS survival handbook that so many of us started our bushcraft journeys with? He
0: was a tall.
1: Oh smart I see man. Dave there just... <laughs> He's like me remembering names. I'm useless. It's as soon as you get asked it on something that's actually like <clears throat> like a podcast. It's just point. Yep. Okay. So again, who wrote the famous SES Survival Handbook that got so many people into bushcraft?
2: <sighs> <is hard>
0: <laughs> we hope we're not putting you guys under too much pressure.
8: <laughs> I've seen him so many times and I can't think of his name now. i got the yeah. books.
6: I can see the little book and I can't remember the name on it. I don't, so I don't oh, like the okay. new one. Inside, oh, they, should, they should have left it with that like
3: 1990s <laughs> black and white cover. The new one, the camo covers. Yeah. Are, that's, that's a the- bit special.
0: <laughs> we'll, we'll even take the nickname. Absolutely.
4: The end of
8: the now. <laughs> Ten,
0: nine. 8 seven, so so the back the not oh, not my sure. <laughs> <wise as well. laughs> yeah, god. boy so, and uh, Steve and Dave one. were the only ones who didn't get that, unfortunately. No, I've John I've Lofty-Wiseman, Lofty-Wiseman. Lofty. I've got the book
8: right sitting up there, but I weren't going to cheat and have a look. <laughs> oh, <that's
2: laughs> that We've is really
1: honourable. I isn't think it? that's a bonus point there for, for honour.
8: Yeah, I are. didn't realise yeah. we were getting honesty
5: points. <laughs> oh, no, there's always honesty. Oh, there it is. The original cover were better. The, the
2: first
5: cover were better. Yeah, I've got the original the one. one
0: the so it was huge. <laughs> Brilliant. Well done, guys. That was really good. So, we have another one from our guest here. And you'll probably all guess from the question who it's from. And I'll tell you who it's from afterwards. The question is when was Kodora invented? <laughs> so we have the question: When was Adora invented? No multiple choice here. Yeah. We just no, no, no multiple choice. Well, but closest to. So if 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 none of you get the exact date, then we're closest to. So you can have a wild guess, stab out of the dark. If if that's all you're relying on, <laughs> that's what I'd be relying on. This is mean. I like was twenty crazy. years out. Wasn't... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when I got the question, I was, yeah, I instantly tried to think to myself, when would it have been, and I was completely incorrect. By about 40 years, I think. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's one of these trickles, like, ventile. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Even stuff like Gore-Tex,
1: you know, different, you know. Yeah. Well, there is another question about fabrics as well, which we'll get to in a minute. There is. Ten, 9, 8,
4: 7... 6
0: five, four, let's go. Nineteen oh
1: four says Josh. Joe thinks it was nineteen seventies.
0: Nineteen forty five from Steve. Sixty five from Tim. Sixties and twenty nine. Okay, David so David, and it was of course a question from Mister Fryers, so yeah. he's guaranteed a point. And like the
1: closest way. was State Detective. So State Detective gets Ooh. yeah what did Josh write? Nineteen oh four. So yeah, he's closer. So uh, Josh, you get a bonus Josh point for being closer. And it was
0: nineteen twenty nine. It was mainly developed for military use in World War in the World Wars. That's beast. Sweet. That's cool. Mainly pioneered in World
1: War Two. So. so yeah, I thought it was not until like because I I got thrown by thinking. They were still using other forms of materials during the Second World War, so I, I thought, thought it was fifties. Yeah. I thought it was so. I was completely up, amazed when I learned it was nineteen
5: twenty-nine. Yeah. yeah, I just went yeah. with that. Yeah. It's always that. It's
3: When they, they combine uh-huh. plastic to, with cotton, uh-huh. No, I think it's pretty sticky because I, I think, uh, I think I got confused because you didn't see much of the military cordura stuff kind of hit the markets, your second-hand
6: markets, until
3: like the late fifties, and sixties. So that's they, true. It's yeah, same
6: time Bakelite, was it? Dave? It was it the same sort of time as Baker like when that started? Or yes, like
8: really? it really was developed mainly in the Second World War um, when they started using it in, back then. But the first the door really came about when they sort of bought plastics and uh, cotton together um, to create door type
0: material.
6: Good question. I
0: like that one.
1: Well done. Yeah. So we have a question in from another one of our listeners and friends so this is from Joe Poshrat um, and Hi, he Joe. wants to know what indigenous friction fire technique can you find being used commonly in Polynesia so what indigenous friction fire technique is used commonly in Polynesia Oh pick, pick one Joe pick the on, driver one on that yeah going on un-
6: under the seed
1: for that and we're not saying this is the only friction fire method that's used in polynesia it's
6: just, it's just what would be
1: the most commonly found <laughs>
6: yeah i shared it with
0: joel
3: joel's a cool dude he's a,
0: he is a
1: very cool dude he's a top
9: man like he's wicked have you seen him on oh you've seen him on andrew hand drill, haven't you
1: oh he's great well me you and him yeah. did you, one together did not
9: we yeah, yeah he's an absolute beast on it he's like. a machine
0: So, again, what indigenous friction fire technique could you find used in Polynesia?
1: Everybody panic. (laughs) So, the most common...
0: They're getting the hand of this, isn't they?
1: All holding up their answers at the right time, I love this. Nice. Okay, so the correct answer is the fire plow. So we have Steve and Joe Price, Steve Field and Steel,
0: and Joe Price with the correct correct answers. Absolutely. And with the fire saw, we had Steve uh, State Detective with compression. We had Dave Price with hand drill, and we had TJ into the wild with what was it again? Sorry, buddy. Hand Hand drill. drill which Sorry, I'm sure I'm they sure, fly, I'm sure fly fly
7: quickly <laughs> enough there again <laughs> no because because Joe said um,
3: Joe is a hand drilled beast like you said Josh and I was like oh it's hand drilled, it's Joe haha <laughs> but then I was like no it's actually the fact So I had, to, I had to change it mm. but, you
1: know. so he actually sends in the indigenous name for the fireplow as well as a little bit of oh, trivia legit. for us to impart to my listeners um, I'm going to try and pronounce it but I don't speak Polynesian funnily enough so if I get this wrong apologies <laughs> to our Polynesian listeners so the fire plough, hika, hika, ahi,
2: hika ahi, hika
1: ahi is the fire plough, and it's commonly used in Polynesia. Um, so mad respect to them. Yeah, really awesome question
0: from Joe. There, really like that one. Um, so we have another question here. It'd be a quite hopefully a quick one for you guys. What month or months does birch sap rise? What month or months does birch sap tend to rise? And that would be in the UK. In the, yeah, in the Northern Hemisphere. Or in the UK. What month or months does birch sap rise? You don't have to get all of them. Um, you can get one of them or you can get...
1: Yeah, there are three. there are three potential correct answers and we'll accept yeah. any of them. Any of the one... Any of the three, I no,
3: so was I'm going to get into trouble because Ida tells me every year and I'm like, no, you're wrong. And she's like, no, it's this. And I keep forgetting all the time. All the time. <laughs> but we're, 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 this
1: is when we, we <laughs> give
2: the wrong answer and then
1: Ida comes in and tells
2: us, <laughs> no, no.
3: Again, it's different in the North and Canada and all these places. We'll ballpark it. We'll see.
2: So if you haven't written anything down, now's your time to just panic and write
1: as much as you can down.
0: So the answers we would have accepted for what month or months the birth sap rise would have been March, April, or May. And we have Josh with March. Everyone has got one of them. That's it. Yeah. Uh, hey. So we've got March, February, March, 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 April, May. We've got Steve here and still with all of them. In fact.
1: Brilliant, so we give him a bonus bonus point. point. And well done. Yeah, really good question, that one.
0: I got it right. Well done, Joe. You you can can sleep. (laughs) Sleep (laughs) (laughs) You're
1: not in trouble. I'm good, I'm good. (laughs) We didn't see any pots flying over the
0: camera.
5: (laughs) (laughs) No, shoot. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> <A> little <laughs> a fluffy uh, christmas slipper comes flying into shop it'll,
5: be a, it'll have been a size four mind
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay so um what are two of the five main methods of heat loss so you only need to get two of them. There are five. So just think about methods of heat loss. Uh, how might you lose heat to your environment?
2: Yep.
0: And if you can't, if it's, if the wordings, you know, if you're using a bit of a, a different term to the actual scientific term, we'll let you off. So, for example, if it was, you know, between football and ball, we'd, we'd be fine with ball or whatever, you know.
1: You don't lose heat to a football mate. Well, no, well. You gained it. <laughs> so I read the question one more time. What are two of the five main methods of heat loss? We're only looking for two, two of them. There's five methods of main
0: methods of heat loss. And you got about twenty seconds left. So,
1: this is one of those questions that people think about all the time when they're building shelters and, and making camps, but often don't think about the terminology yeah. of what they're actually insulating themselves from. I struggle with mm. this wording. As well. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four. So, right. let's see.
0: Oh, got some good answers there.
1: Good. Yep, convection, conduction, radiation, evaporation. You do lose a lot of heat through your head, that's true. Cold water exposure again, I think we can probably give a point for for yep. cold water exposure. So, Dampness, absolutely. Ground. So we've got the floor ceiling walls. Not so sure about that. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Steve. sorry, sorry, Steve. Steve. We can't
1: accept the walls <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> the
0: ceiling. So <laughs> Do you feel and Steel with convection, perspiration, radiation.
9: Perspiration would be the same as evaporation.
1: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we would have the correct answers being. The correct answers are conduction, convection, radiation, evaporation, and respiration. So, and. So any of the kind of. Yeah. You know,
0: any of the methods
1: within those realms we would have accepted. Any of those methods are acceptable. As. Uh, Paul says when I watch him teach his um, lessons on heat loss, he always says we can't do very much about respiration. So it's about controlling the others uh, to manage your heat loss. Yep. Absolutely. So, Good question there. So
0: we actually have a question here from one of our listeners. And this one comes all the way over the seas from Arizona. So thank you, Ty S over there in Arizona. And he says, the question is, is it true? So it's a simple Yes or no. True or false question. Is it true that if you're lost in the desert, you can cut open cactus to access the water inside? Again, is it true that if you're lost in the desert, you can cut open cactus to access water inside? So just a true or a false answer there from
1: everyone.
3: Is this one of those ones where is it movie knowledge or legit knowledge?
7: Hey, absolutely, yeah. I've seen Clint Eastwood do it, so, yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Always trust Clint. (laughs) So we've got 10 seconds coming up now. Is it true that you can get water from a cactus in the desert? So Ty S gives us the answer. Which is, it's false. No, to the contrary. The liquids, as well as the flesh and skin in a cactus, have a high acid and alkaloid content that will induce diarrhea, vomiting, dizziness, and disorientation, and just make your situation worse. Additionally, they would never survive if they were full of water because they would become constantly predated upon by animals for their water. The only exception is prickly pear cactus, which has various species that are often referred to as no pales or no pales which is cooked or pickled as a local delicacy so we have false from steve field and steel false state detective. i
1: said true i did you said true dave, dave. Yeah. See, so, Josh put depending on species, which kind yeah. of is true, because mm-hmm. of the... I mm-hmm.
2: think so you have to cook okay. it. You do have to, it. to get Sorry. a <laughs> by bear girls and we in it.
9: I oh, <laughs> you got a point? <laughs> is it, did, did Clint draw, it
1: which
0: I Yeah, so it was Steve. got a point. Yeah, both the Steve's got a point. And I'll leave Josh at your discretion. Ooh. Well it is. What do you reckon, guys? <laughs> Open it to oh, the floor. It
1: is depending on species worth that half point? Probably not.
0: Probably because not because otherwise it wouldn't <laughs> yeah. so. no, be. <laughs> otherwise it was unfair for everyone else. Everyone could have put maybe. <laughs> 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 yeah, that
9: that is the winning answer, isn't it? Maybe.
2: Yeah, it is.
9: Yeah. <laughs> There's the fence and I am
1: going to sit up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So uh, we have another listener question, um, hopefully a slightly easier question than the last few that we've had. This yep. is a very nice, kind one uh, from a, a lovely listener called Tom o. Thompson, who's from uh, Galloway and Dumfries, um, and he asks, is using dead-standing conifer wood good for making feather sticks, yes or no? So dead-standing conifers, would you use it for a feather stick? Would you use dead spanning spruce, pine, things like that, for your feather sticks? That's spruce, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> really Joe is sweet. just holding up the per, picture perfect. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Joe, I don't want to alarm you, sounds. but I think that gave me a tingle when I saw
2: that. <laughs> <laughs> but like, this, might be a, this
1: might be a differ of opinion, but yeah. Okay, cool. Cool.
0: You must have been reading that new book coming out by Joe Price
2: again.
0: Uh, <laughs> so, is using dead standing conifer wood good for making feather sticks? Yes or no?
3: I'm trying to think of that cool video where Morris Kachansky feather sticks a tree. So. <laughs> <tree>. <laughs> Six,
0: five, four, so, three, three, we got seven, Josh Fieldwood saying yes. Joe Price saying yes, depending on decay, which is very true. Got Tim saying no. Field and Steel yes. Steve State Detective no. Dave Fryers with yes. The correct answer is yes. The wood holds a good resin that is highly flammable unless completely punky.
1: And uh, the person we were talking about um, last week with, with you, Joe, the Northwest Primate is a perfect example of, of how conifers can be used very effectively <laughs> yep. to make feather sticks. He says, hey, guys, um, by the so way. If,
3: uh... All Northwest. Was that That's Joe, sorry? Says, hey.
1: Oh, fantastic. Well, it, with a massive shout out to it, him. Yeah, massively. Um, his feather sticks are insane yeah. <laughs> something else
0: so yeah thanks for that Tomo and if you if any of you listeners want to send in a question for the next Wodesman Trivia whenever that will be send it over to the Podcast at gmail.com and we'll make sure we include it if some of our guests want to come back if uh, they're not completely horrified by this first experience so far
1: <laughs> we can't cover any counselling fees that are incurred by participation in this live stream just so we are clear.
0: So we have a question here from one of your rivals. So, other rivals, get your pens ready. We have, and again, I'll give you the name of the culprit after we've given the question and the answer. What animal in Old English is described as a fitch? And we do get a bonus point here for Latin. So what is the name of the... What animal in Old English was described as a fitch? Lord. F-I-T-C-H bitch and i had no idea i had no clue so i don't know why we're asking you (laughs) someone's already given up i can't can't handle it
1: State Detectives passed out from the stress. <laughs> 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 difficult
0: one, he I hasn't haven't seen, <laughs> seen hasn't had this much struggle since the trenches, no. <laughs> have <with> you, old chap? No. Sticky
6: woods, you see. 10,
0: 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4. So, three, let's get everyone's seven, answer. One. We have Joey Price with Squirrel. We have Tim, T J into the Wild, GNU. 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 <laughs>
2: G-N-U.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we have Field and Steel with Fox. We have Steve the State Detective with Rommel. A the oh, Fox. A fox. <laughs> and we have Dave Fryers with Fish. So the the. Dirty rival who gave you that awful question is Mr. <laughs> Josh Feardwoods, and it's actually the polecat or Mustela putorius. Mm. Mustela putorius, deadly. Classic, picture. is nice.
4: little drawing.
0: There's really no need for that. So yeah, good, good, good uh, question and answer there, Josh. That was really good. You taught me something there. So it's all, it's all in Watership
9: Down, mate. If you read Watership Down by Richard Adams, it's all there.
3: Read it once, cried
0: once.
9: I will have to teach him to read
2: first. <laughs> yeah.
0: The whole cat. <laughs> Such a good book. Brilliant. Such a good book. So do we want a little tally up of scores at the moment? Well, let's let's have a little listen and see who's in what place now. We're we're getting through the questions. So how's everyone feeling? Everyone doing all right? slightly drunk hey
2: good I've <laughs> <Same.
9: laughs> got, got the quiz juice on the go <laughs> uh, keeps me sharp
0: <laughs> so Tom's just tallying up the. I'm just doing some maths moment.
1: if I get it wrong don't shoot me I only teach maths to some people <laughs> who are
6: children <laughs> and rely on me to teach them yeah,
5: but they don't know if you're wrong. <laughs>
6: That's who it. Watches the that watch I just them. Are they listeners Tom? <laughs> are they tuning into the wire? Okay, so
1: I have done some tallying. I have done some Go mental on. maths. Let's see. The beer hasn't quite got to my head <laughs> just yet. So so let, let's start. We've got we've got three people I'm not going to say their scores who are very very close so, at the lower end. Okay. So uh, Tim state detective and dave you three are not quite there but they're not far off you're not far off it's only a couple but, of points so we can swing yeah. it
0: and when he's saying couple of points it is it is
1: literally scraping the teeth of like, that each other. so josh on, boys. Dick,
0: dick.
1: <laughs> you and have you. 10 points josh so uh mr joe price are you ready for this mm-hmm. are you prepared do i need lubricant
2: Ooh.
1: <laughs> <There we go. laughs> if this was X Factor, we'd see you all again after the break, wouldn't <laughs> we? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe, you are in second place with thirteen points, and Mr. Field and Steel, you are currently Ooh. one point ahead with fourteen. Ooh. Well, Steve, I so always this is anyone. Oh. Oh. And, and this is the, old, old hands over the finish line, I think, like doing and
5: little
7: the
1: little lower thing. three are only points away. Yeah, literally this one or two
0: points in it. a question. I'll
1: stop, I'll stop this could change in
0: two questions.
1: Should we go in for another one? Let's go in for another one. Let me just have a deep breath. I read the last one, didn't I? Yeah. So I think it is you. Maybe we'll do the Greenland expedition oh, one. Oh, Lord. Yes. There's hold the line, oh, old, there's hold a little, little teaser already. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There are two parts to this question. Which company famous helped design gear for and equip the Greenland Expedition in 1966? For a bonus point, what is the fabric called that they designed as a result from feedback that the explorers gave them? So which company famously helped design gear for and equip the Greenland Expedition? I repeat, the Greenland Expedition in 1966. For a bonus point, what fabric did they design as a result of feedback from the explorers? Anyone who's struggling, if you know your products, they have named jackets after this expedition.
0: Yep, and they are around that kind of area. Mm. So wouldn't we're not it's not an
1: American company
0: or that side of the world. It's nearer to the place where the expedition took
1: part. And you can tell it's the Bushcraft Show because you turn up and you see it everywhere. <laughs> Owner's name is that rules,
0: that rules Primark out,
1: doesn't it? <laughs> it does a bit, yeah.
9: Yeah.
1: Primary. Okay.
0: 4. Oh, look at that. Two,
1: Very nice. Oh, I'm
0: seeing a lot of correct answers. Ooh, <sighs> oh, that's a good
1: that's effort, a good... State Detective. It so, actually
0: wasn't Gore-Tex. So there's bonus points. So let's put the bonus points down first. Bonus points we have Joe Price. Dave Fryers and Tim with G1000, and of course it is Fiarravin. So we have everyone apart from Steve, the state detective, unfortunately.
3: Good work on I'm sorry. Gore-Tex, the best fabric ever, Steve.
8: <clears throat> Jerry got you <laughs> on so a like sticky a wicket vortex. there, old boy.
6: Was <laughs> a bit, bit of a trick question, you see. <laughs> 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 You'll send Jerry round to sort us out later. Yeah, the blighter must have cut the line on the way in. You see, transmission didn't get better <laughs> Okay, so, next
0: one. Okay, so the next one is: which is the true tinder fungus? Is it Chaga or foman Fomentarius? Which is the true tinder fungus? Is it foman Fomentarius or Chaga?
1: So Famous Famous Terrace uh, is the horse's hoof. That's it. Um, and Chaga is the one that you see lots of people make tea with. Words Surely it depends on where you're
0: Commonly found on birch trees.
1: Ooh.
2: I That's actually funny. found
1: some lovely examples of both, uh, Joe, when I was in your neck of the woods in Sweden many years ago. Yeah, now we have a container over here. Funny enough, you can hand drill into into Chaga, FYI. Mm. i have to try that. I've God. got a blocker.
3: Yeah. It's <laughs> worth the sweet gold, my
6: man. So it's it's you... I had <laughs> some recently from um, our mate Rob at Storebound Limited. Oh, Storebound Limited. Mm. Shout
0: out to Rob. Yeah. Shout Damn. out to Robber. So five, the correct answer one, is we three, have Beardwood, Josh, Chaga, we have Joe Price, Foam and Foam and Terris. We have Tim with Chaga. We have Field and Steel with Chaga. We have the State Detective with Chaga. We have David Fries with Chaga. The correct answer is Chaga. Foam and Foam and Terris is known as false tinder fungus, despite go. being a very useful tinder. There you go. So it mm. was, in fact, Chaga. And that was a question from... The woodsman to my right. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Oh, that,
6: was <laughs> that was a good question. That was I a real
2: um, they're both,
6: the two, the two they're both the like tinder.
1: most used Tinder funguses and everyone frequently uses true yeah. Tinder fungus for both names. Yeah. Um, but traditionally Famous Fermentaris was called uh, the false. false tinder fungus.
0: So there we are. We have a few more questions from listeners as well. We've got a few more from the Woesman and we've got a few from the, the rivals still
1: sitting at the table. Thank you all for carrying on through this trivia. So this next question comes from one of the rivals, one of our participants on the podcast, uh, looking very innocent there with a nice big smile and a Santa Claus hat, but don't let the looks deceive you. There is there is a cold-blooded killer beneath beneath that oh, friendly right smile.
7: Kid. I really am. And, <laughs> <laughs> and he
1: wants to ask, he wants to ask, which UK knife maker designed the Woodsman knife? The Woodsman. So we've got lots of other knives called woodlaws and things like that. The Woodsman is the I'm... one that Liam has always traditionally used and is made by Castrom. But not designed by Castrom. So who is the designer for the Woodsman? Absolutely. Who is the knife designer who actually designed the knife? The I've forgotten who it is now. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Oh no, <laughs> This is your guaranteed. His point. evil plan backfired.
0: <laughs> 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 Killed by my own monster. The Evo. Are you still using that one, Liv? <laughs> Occasionally, no. Not not as much as the Evo Pro, buddy. So The Evo Pro, I, I was cutting Polish bacon with that bad boy yesterday.
9: <laughs> good stuff, mate.
0: We have our
1: split program next Yeah, I've got mine in the other room. <laughs> <way. laughs> awesome. So the knife four, designer from the UK three, who actually two, designed the Castrum Witchman is the Roger Harrington. So we so have
0: Roger Harrington that Josh Roy. <laughs> <Hall, laughs> Joe Pyts folk. We have Tim. You got your own question right, Roger yep. Harrington. Roger, get at me.
9: Hold neck,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Roger's Sixth the best
9: bushcraft show in the UK. I'm
6: the focus, old boy, so I just went with did Fixed Bear Did, bayonets, boy. did you have anything, problem. Dave,
8: there? Yeah, well, I'll put Ben Olfo, but oh, I actually was going to put Roger on there, because i started. start <laughs> with it. <laughs> <speak
0: up.
2: laughs> half,
0: half, <point. laughs> half a point for David there. Writ the word, word Roger we'll allow half
6: that so, is half
0: the answer that is half the answer <clears throat> oh no, so, no, he's got one yeah. there oh that. he's got one there good mm-hmm. man with the with the boggo Bogo. I'm
3: not allowed to no, publicly talk go. about cascum okay. it's a court order <laughs> <laughs> that just <laughs> just... <laughs> I have to fulfill my obligations you know? <laughs> no, that crackers, I never knew that about Roger
1: that's pretty so...
0: <laughs> <laughs> so the next question is the largest individual tree in the world is the giant redwood called General Sherman which has a height of 275 foot a girth of 25 foot and a volume of how many cubic feet? Is it A, 38,600, B, 49,800, C, 52,500, or D, 61,000? Again, the question is, what is the cubic volume, the volume, sorry, in cubic feet for the big giant redwood called General Sherman? Is it A, 36,000? B, 49,800, C, 52,500,
1: or D, 61,000? That's a hard question. What height was it? Well, if anyone's good at mental arithmetic, they might get it. Also, you managed to mention girth on air without laughing.
0: So again, it was. The tree <laughs> is called General Sherman, which has a height of around 275 foot and a girth of 25 foot. What is the volume in cubic feet? A, 38,600. B,
2: <laughs>
0: 49,800. C, 52,500. Or D, 61,000.
1: That question made you work for that,
0: didn't it?
1: <laughs> so we've got... <laughs> D, okay,
0: D, C, D, D, D. <laughs> we have <laughs> Tim, TJ into the wild with the correct answer, of fifty-two thousand five hundred. Yeah, wow. We had <laughs> with B. We had. Yeah, fifty-two 50, 50. k was D, not C. No, sixty-one thousand was it? Oh uh, no, Josh! Well, fifty-two thousand—that's fine. So we'll give the ones who've written that down. Can I as cover fine, up a yeah? D, so I just heard it wrong. D, fifty-two uh, thousand. So D? Steve, Josh, and Steve Field and Steel, Josh and Tim. Yep, perfect. Sorry about the confusion there. That's all right. But yeah, it was fifty-two thousand five hundred, and again, a pretty nasty one. But that's why we made it a bit of a multiple choice. So it's just a random pick of the wild for all of you. <laughs>
1: okay so um we're gonna do another woods knowledge question now so what is a hardwood called that has been preserved in a peat bog or in similar conditions underwater. It typically takes on a jet black appearance and is almost fossilized. It's a very hard material and is often used in knife making for scales and even by pipe makers who want to make a hard wearing pipe. So I'll say that again. What is the name for a hardwood which has been preserved in a peat bog or in similar conditions underwater? It typically takes on a jet black appearance and is almost fossilized, used in knife making and pipe making. So
0: there's a hardwood? It's a hardwood? A yep. Okay. Hardwood that's been preserved in water or a, or a peat marsh, bog. Peat
1: bog. I can just feel the tension. <laughs> i tell you what, if you can see how close it is after that last round, you guys will be feeling even more tense. <laughs> this is we <quite> right. <laughs> One more question. We're going to have a little round
0: of the tally up a score for the last question. questions. Seven, Make sure everyone's six, doing okay. Five, four, <laughs> so, three, can we have your answers? <laughs> two, one. Oh, I, don't so I, have, I didn't know it. We have Josh with Bog Oak. Joe with bog oak, Tim with bog oak, Steve and Steve with bog oak, and Dave fryers with a screw. I,
1: no, I, <laughs> I was
8: just doodling.
1: Like That's a hard question, but the answer is actually bog oak, uh, and it's a really cool material. I've used it, I've even actually whittled it before, and it blunted my knives very, very quickly. Um, Interesting bit of trivia for for those people. I know me and Dave are both pipe smokers, but uh, pipe makers do actually make pipes out of bog oak, but they don't call it bog oak. They refer to it as a material called mortar, but it is, from what I can tell, the same thing. It's a a piece of oak that sat in a peat bog for for a very long time and become almost petrified and, and gone jet black. So pipe makers call it mortar, but we as
6: bushcrafters would call it bog oak. I'd say it's the strongest
1: water in old chaps.
9: There's, lo- there's absolutely loads of it on the Somerset mm. levels down here. They're digging mm. it up all the time.
6: What really is yeah, we, got,
9: we got all the peat bogs down here, like the Ashcot Heath Moor and all that sort of stuff. So they're, they're digging up bits for loads.
0: So, guys, we've had a few more questions since we last did a little tally up. Tom's going to put them together because I think the race has tightened up a little bit. I think we've got some heads and shoulders right now.
1: Okay, Josh, you are on 15.
9: Yes, get on.
1: Joe, then. you are on 17. Tim, you are on uh, 15 and a half. Tim, you're on 15 and a half. Steve, Field and Steel, you are on 5, 10, 15, 18. 15. And Steak Detective, you're on 10. And Dave, you are on Ooh. 11 and a half.
6: It's so still fairly tight. It's still
1: anyone's game if someone brings up Tom Clancy and I'm we are, entering,
2: <laughs> we are entering
1: the final phase of, of our first ever quiz so from me and Liam just a heartfelt thank you to everyone who has bothered to give up their evening yeah. uh, to come and share it with us uh, for this little Christmasy <laughs> christmassy Wodesman special. A little Wodesman um, special. It is really appreciated by us. We know everyone's busy. We've got a lot of professional people on this yeah. on this stream and none of you had to Have give we? up your, your <laughs> evening you sure to spend it with that? us. So. I'll um, to take that
6: compliment yeah, day.
1: No that's cool mate. That's good. <laughs>
6: Thanks for setting it up.
0: So Here's a little fun one, actually, <laughs> to start it off after the score settled, and we'll give some of you a chance to get another point. How many axes are under Tom's bed?
5: <laughs> so we have
0: A, one, but it's a double bit, B, four, C, nine, D, 13, or E, 21. So we have A, one, but it's a double bit. B, 4, 9 is C, D is 13, and E is 21. Now, how many axes can a man have? Liam,
7: Liam, I, I, just, I just want to know under what circumstances you've been under Tom's bed.
2: Uh. we don't want to talk about this this is a family
1: show (laughs) i've just realized i've really shot myself in the foot with asking this question because emma's going to listen to this and she's going to be like there are that many under my bed that's why that's
9: why they're under your bed mate because you're hiding them from her
1: oh and we have f
3: none (laughs) that's a safe one we'll get that in editing
4: Nine eight seven six <coughs>
0: five four three answers please one so we have 22 one we have day fries with a we have e as field and steel we have josh fieldwoods with e 21 tim with nine and Steve, the state detective,
1: with four. So, I mean... it's going to have to be nearest? It's going to have to be nearest, but I'm den- denying that there are any axes under the bed, first and foremost. But if I was to be pressured and, and say how many there were, it would be 13. There are 13 <laughs> axes under my bed. One of them is a double bit.
8: That's a very large effort. double bit. <laughs> Well, um, the only reason I put eggs, I so remember you said you had a double bit, and I couldn't remember if it was under your bed or <laughs> yes, the
1: bed. I the had all of them
8: under now. <laughs> 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 but yeah,
1: well, yeah I, I have, have thirteen eggs.
2: What
1: well done, Tim? So, I mean, I wasn't expecting you guys to get that right because hopefully you I, haven't been looking under my bed. <laughs> I have nine.
2: <laughs>
1: so we have a question
0: here from one of your rivals. What leaf bush common in the UK? produces cyanide gas when burnt what leafed bush common in uk gardens produces cyanide gas when burnt now if you listened to the last wordsman and paid careful attention you might have actually heard the answer to this question in that podcast yep tom very kindly supplied it didn't you i did a little bit of
9: trivia liam my grandfather was an entomologist he used to use this particular plant or this tree to um he used to gather insects or beetles and to pin them out on a board. He used to put them in a jar and crush the leaves up.
7: Mm. It's
0: white oh, people. Oh, amazing! Uh, I thought he was going to say he tested it on you. <laughs> no, no, well, maybe That's like a things, it, but, still, uh, it
3: still puts an yeah. awful lot of people down for that for that reason. Josh, there's an awful lot of people who prune it in their garden and then drive it to the local tip in the back of the car and they're just like, Ugh. yeah, yeah,
9: I'm not, I'm not surprised. It's, it's pungent stuff. Ten, nine
0: eight seven six five four so three, the answer seven, is one. and everyone read read it up so we've got prunus and yeah we will give a bonus point for latin of course prunus Ugh. laura <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um we have steve field and steel with holly we have laurel with josh fearedwoods tim with gorse and state detective did you have anything I didn't have the foggiest old chaps on the you side.
8: drew
0: a blank on that one. Dave, you drew a blank yep. on that one.
8: Yeah, no, I was blank on that one, mate. That was
0: me last week on the podcast. And yeah. if, uh, if Tom wasn't there, I'd have looked a right fool in front of you, Joe. It is, in fact, Cherry Laurel Prunus laurocerasus, <laughs> And that question was from you, wasn't it, Jay? It was. It was indeed. Good question. Perfect. Yeah, not idea. Idea. I
6: don't I don't I'll use that. I'll miss your state detective, you see. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: this next question comes in from Tom Uridge from near Sirencester, Gloucestershire. Wood can be turned into charcoal by thermal decomposition in the absence of oxygen. What is the name of this process? Now, this is a really hard one. I had no idea. Or oh, the scientific name, or the bushcraft um, name. The, the scientific name. You could give the bushcraft name if if
0: if it's like you're falling back on it, and you think that's all you can give, we'll, we'll take it. So,
1: yeah, for sure. What was the question again, guys? Sorry. Wood can be turned into charcoal by thermal decomposition in the absence of oxygen. What is the name hmm. of this process? I know. So we'll know. accept either the bushcraft name or the scientific name. I think.
9: Yeah. It looks like the normal dream. common name that humans use, yeah? <laughs> humans
1: use. <laughs> Ten,
4: nine, eight, seven, six, five. Let's see your answers. One, two, three. Oh, I don't know. I
1: yep. oh, yeah. So, uh, two points for
0: Jeremy. So we have. Magic. 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 one, Magic. Magic. So, so, yeah, I mean, Tim's really.
1: Mm, I don't think we can give
0: charcoal making just because no, it was Tim in the. St- no, that's true. Well,
6: that's what we call it. <laughs> Charcoal burning. Charcoal burning. <laughs> Charcoal, yeah. Burn. Yeah. Charcoal burning. Charcoal <laughs> <laughs> burning.
1: Here we have charring. Or- charring is the, is the bushcraft name that's what we use to make char cloth. Uh, the technical name, I didn't know this until uh, Tom sent in his question, so I learned something from this, so thank you, Tom. The technical name is pyrolysis.
0: Yeah, Um, so really good knowledge there, thank you, Tom. So, yeah, again, if you want to send a question into Wordsman Trivia for the next one, whenever that may be, Mm -hmm. send it over
1: to our email address or Instagram and we'll include it in. Probably just be the two of us next time, (laughs) no one else will want to join us after they've seen how savage these questions are. I'll be Chris and Tom on my own.
0: (laughs) So, we've got another one here actually from another guest, again from Joe Poshrat, a great guy, really nice chap. The question is. Munter, clove, half and rolling are all types of what? Munter, clove, half and rolling are all types of what?
1: (laughs) Oh, that is hard. I think we're all going to need to lie down after this, (laughs) to be honest.
0: (laughs) Again, munter, clove, half and rolling... Are all oh. types of what? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> <laughs>
9: Joe is a bit of a smart fellow. It's quite a, yeah, a bit of a, bit of a sticky one. Uh, there's, there's a, even 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 one. a few montas
0: in now. my time. Oh, it's one, there's one. There's one. I think 10, you can kick yourself 9, afterwards. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, Let's see your answers.
7: two, one. <laughs> so we have... Too fast for me, Steve. Too
0: fast. No, that's it. Joe Price with a question mark. Dave Fryers with a question mark. We've got no, did... Field and Steel with Hitch. We've got Josh with Cordage making. We've got Tim with Hitch. We have Steve with antiseptic. It is, in fact, a hitch. So, a type of knot, a hitch. Right. So, we
1: have Field of Steel and Tim. Well done,
0: boys. That's boys.
1: Good effort there. That was a hard one. I'd never heard of Munter Hitch or Rolling Hitch, so I need to look those up and learn those. <laughs> I'd only heard of Munter Hitch. Munter, you want to learn the Munter Hitch? Not a cloth.
6: I'll tell you enough of I your gun there about that, boy. Good question.
1: Which <laughs> <laughs> UK tree has black buds? Is it A, oak, B, lime? C, birch, D, ash, or E, rowan. Which tree has black buds? Oak, lime, birch, ash, or rowan?
9: We get a bonus for Latin.
1: Ooh,
5: Ooh, fancy. (laughs) Yes.
0: Yeah, and if you want to speak the Latin, if anyone finds it hard to read Latin or write Latin, um, mm-hmm. they want to just say it as well, they can do. Or, or an attempt at spelling Latin.
1: You <laughs> know <laughs> <laughs> a language you can't even speak. So, again, what the UK tree has black
0: buds? Is it A oak, B lime, C birch, D ash, eh? or E rowan?
1: <laughs> I, I got it right. It's hotting up in here.
0: See, very nice. nice. Joe Price with Ash. We have David Friars with Rowan. We have Field Bro. of Steel with Birch. We have Josh. <laughs> With Fraxinus Excelsior or Ash, we have TJ into the wild with D Ash, and we have Steve State Detective with
1: E Rowan. And it is, in fact, it's Ash Frax- Fraxinus uh, Excelsior. Is that right? Fraxinus yeah. Excelsior. It sounds like a I'm That sounds isn't it? Like, a, like a spell. <laughs> spell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Field and Steel's just become a frog on the other
0: end of the Skype call. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um, another question we have from one of the contestants another one of the rival questions so this one might throw you up name two types of carbon steel used in the knife making industry all right Steve name two types of carbon steel used in the knife making industry there are multiple Options obviously. There's a few more than two. We just thought um there's quite a quite a lot quite a lot of different steels in general, be it carbon or whatever.
1: So. We also reserve the right to ask Field and Steel and Josh advice on this because I'm sure there are steels that we don't know about. <laughs>
6: so we
2: yeah, <read>, <laughs> this yeah, is a multiple
6: we're, choice we're, we're,
0: we're in with. no so this is just name two types of carbon steel used in the knife making industry so again that is carbon steel used for knife making
1: metal <laughs>
3: technically they all contain carbon <laughs> hey.
1: That's true. That Points, true. For everyone. <laughs> Points for everybody. Okay, non stainless carbon steels.
4: Nine, eight,
0: seven, six, five, four, three. Reveal your two, answers. Hey. One. Oh, there we are. So we have Joe Price with 1095, 1075, M2WZ. Two. We have. I just can't write. Uh, you, sorry no that's me reading it backwards. <laughs> we have dave fried with o1 and d2 we have josh therdworth with 1095 80crv2 o1 1085 and chineseium <laughs> we have <laughs> the finest
5: the finest, the finest
0: grade of steel <laughs> like masters. we have tim with sleepner and bowler and we yeah, have... they're
5: manufacturers though. They they manufacture more than one type of
0: steel. So
1: okay, oh, so no points there. Have and we have
0: rolled steel and two. Is that it rolled steel number
6: two? It was. It was the start of something, old oh boy, and then I kind of gave up. So I just rolled right. steel. It's half of my one. Half of my one.
0: <laughs> 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 Brilliant! So well done, guys. That's a really good question. So the maximum points. number
1: of points for that question that I'm giving are two. Yeah, so... and we
0: have to give Field & Steel two because that, of course, was Steve from Field & Steel's question.
5: Yeah, and actually, Josh, Josh got the only one that is a carbon steel that a lot of people think is a stainless, and it's not, which is 80CRV2. Right. Awesome. Thank you so much.
0: I've got a knife made out of that. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's good technology. stuff. It's pretty tough. It is. Good stuff, good stuff. So, we have one here, which is a little multiple-choice one. Although the mating season for roe deer is in mid-July to mid-August, the fertilised egg does not implant and begin growing until what month? Is it A, November, B, December, C, January, or D, February? So, again, the question is, although the mating season for roe deer is in mid-July to mid-August, the fertilised egg does not implant and begin growing until what month? Is it A, November, B, December, C, January or D, February? (laughs) And that's for roe deer. Uh, Quite... Small species of deer over here in the UK. They're probably our mid-sized, really. To be honest, lovely antlers on them as well, and just a lovely species of deer. Mainly scattered throughout the kind of southeast as well of England. They haven't and the north of Scotland, the outer edges of Scotland. This is the only deer that we have
9: it at the moment. Is it? Yeah, we don't have any month. We've got a couple of monkeys coming in, but not many. Really. Yeah,
0: lots of montes. Six, five, four. Hey, let's hold three, it up. Two, so we have November, Joe Price, David Friars with November, we have Josh Feardwoods with January, we have Tim with December, and we have Steve State Detector with November, and we have January for Steve Field and Steel. And it is, in fact, January. So unlike most deer, the gestation period for Roe is nine months, four months of no embryonic growth, followed, followed by five months of fetal growth, which starts in January. Kids, usually two or three, been born in May to June. And this is thought to be an adaptation to avoid giving birth during the harsh northern winters, because if not, they would have had their fetal development. From August or July all the way, it would have brought them up to December and they'd be popping offspring out in the middle of December during winter. So they actually delay that process, hold on to the egg, and then move it to the fertilizing station, which is quite funny to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite amazing. Fertilising <laughs> <Fertilizing> station. station. <laughs> <laughs> so we got <laughs> So we've got Steve and Josh. Got that right? Yep. Field and steel. Well done,
1: boys. The was a hard, hard, The knife questions.
0: makers is showing us the
1: deer stalking. <laughs> what is the alloy mish metal used in fire steels? So what is the pyrophoric alloy mish metal which is used in fire steels? Just the the name of it. Just it the name. have to be the alloy composition. It doesn't have to be the composition because <laughs> I don't know that. It's, it's, it's often... Uh, Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's just the word used to describe My the y'all <laughs> <You> know.
9: <laughs> Sadly. Well, I don't okay. think anyone really knows the composition exactly. The name of it. The name of the oh, material. Maybe, the name maybe. of the
0: material. <laughs> <laughs> it is often referred to. So yeah. Using I that
1: I often call like it a something rod rather than a fire steel. <laughs> a magic rod. <laughs> You've got <a> magic rod Josh. <laughs>
6: Okay. <laughs> magic Rod, rod. Yeah, I would
1: yeah,
2: yeah. I would <laughs> I should, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I would Magic Rod Have mean I mean the same The one that was By Forrest Von Meckles? The Meckles I'd tell Mr. Detective you know, Fire
3: Rod The Beast It's like This one <laughs> <is savage. Size laughs> It's
1: a sad Size does matter down. In that case Doesn't
3: it <laughs> No <laughs> yeah, It's not
1: mean. polite To compare the size Of Rod really Well I'm over <laughs> well,
3: Conversating for a small one What's I it for a small one For a long Hitting <laughs> a 10,
8: 9, Eight, seven, six, five, four. 3, Couldn't
1: say. Uh, spread it to him. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Oh,
0: We've got a full house. A full house. Oh, can oh. we just have
1: a round of applause? <laughs> Come on, everyone! <laughs> <can we laughs> round
0: of that's the
1: first one.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well done, everybody. That's brilliant. We're
5: listening to Paul Kurtley's
7: podcast. Then,
1: we... <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs>
0: that uh, we'll do this yeah yeah so with slingshots <laughs> what does ott and ttf stand for with slingshots or in the subject of slingshots what does ott and ttf stand for
6: PJ into the wild, you're an absolute (laughs) gentleman, mate. This isn't one of mine. No, no, though, you told me the answer. You taught me the answer.
0: Ah, right, okay. I hope.
6: So, again, with slingshots, (laughs) what does OTT and TTF stand for? Any catapult knowledge I have comes from this gracious man, Tim.
1: haven't been shooting in a while, actually. No, we need to get back on it. Tim was very kind yeah. to send... me. Yeah, yeah.
9: Since you beat me at the, um, the community camp, I've been trying it a bit more. It's oh, good man. Yes. Yeah, getting back on it, mate. Five,
0: four, so, three, let's see your answers, two, guys. One. So, we have Joe with over the top and through the frame, or through the fork. We have David Fries with over the top. We have Field and... Didn't know what the second one was. With band strength. We have... <laughs> words with over the top and through the forks. Tim, over the top, through the forks. Steve, over the top and through the forks. So it's only, it was David with a half point and Steve, field and steel with no points. Nah. So everyone else got a point. Mm-hmm. I had no idea on that one. I just guessed it. No, you did well. You got a half point on that, Dave. And that brings us on to our next question, doesn't it?
2: Yeah.
1: What is the medical condition when your body's core temperature drops dangerously below normal? What is the medical condition when your body's core temperature drops dangerously below normal? That's typically around 35 degrees. You would start to get concerned.
0: And if you need to, again, if you need to read out your answer or speak it Mm -hmm. more than fine, if you need to write down a jumble jumble of words that kind of makes sense that's
1: also fine so below 35 usually it tends to be the area where you're going to start getting into some difficulty and yes. danger
0: and that's for your body core temperature
6: isn't
1: it yeah when you get too cold you almost stop shivering you start to stop um being with it you might start lagging behind the group maybe you might yeah. be acting differently it might start affecting your personality and things like that um
0: important to watch out, definitely especially this time of year. Ten seconds. Left.
4: Ten, nine,
0: eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Let's see your answers. I'm getting good at this. We've got Joe with hypothermia, David with hypothermia, Steve, hypothermia, Josh with hyper-whoopsie-thermia-divorce, <laughs> we got Tim with hypothermia and Steve with hypothermia. Full house. Full house again. Well done, Full guys. house.
1: Brilliant. I like it when we get full houses. Well, we should have made the questions easier. We even, should have, have made the questions
2: <laughs> easier. <Yeah. laughs>
0: so here's one for you guys. Um, what do you call a wood that's saturated with resin? What would you call a wood that's absolutely saturated with resin it's often referred to as it has its own name um, and we're talking about you know pine woods
1: especially mm-hmm. resin holders it's a very very popular firelighting aid especially in damper weather conditions absolutely and that's why
0: in fact work so well with that. I have to come up with so different names so do I don't get cancelled. What do you call canceled. wood? Saturated <laughs> with resin. <laughs> I almost said it. You did. <laughs> <laughs> 10,
2: 9, 8, 7,
4: 6, 5, 4, 3, hey. 2, we don't even know <laughs> now.
0: We have <laughs> <Fatwood's filtration. laughs> We have David Fryers with Fatwood. <laughs> we got Steve.
8: Oh no! Yeah, uh, Field
0: and Steel, I that. We have Josh Feardwood. What? Awesome Fatwood. <laughs> Tim Fatwood, and we have State Detective with Sackwood. Very close there with Satwood but no, it is indeed Fatwood. That was
1: that everyone is. apart from Steve, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> so the sap uh, tends to be the living part of the tree, doesn't it? Where they yes bring out water. <laughs> I knew that. Well, I knew that. Catch me I on That one guys no cancelling today. What <laughs> <laughs> size wood. So uh, a little bit of a more relaxed one. You can all breathe. This is. Uh, um, which of Steak detective sources is Tom's favourite to put on a bacon <laughs> sandwich? It is also one of the tobaccos that I like to smoke in my pipe, and we have talked about it on the podcast in a number of episodes. It is indeed. I know what this
9: is, Tom, because we've shared it before. We have. Mm. Yeah.
1: Many things, things you've shared. <laughs> we have shared many things. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. i lost, but I'm trying to find out.
5: Careful, boys. It's family show.
1: You know it, Josh. <laughs> I won't, uh, I'll be fine. I won't read
0: up what Josh no. <laughs> <Just laughs> to the rest of the crew. <laughs> if you did share it, was it good? It was great. Yeah, yeah, good special moment. <laughs> so, again, Tom's favorite steak detective sauce to put in his bacon sarnie and one of his favorite
1: tobaccos is called. This won't be a full house. I'm, I'm judging by the blank expressions that are coming back at us. <laughs> <laughs> 10, 9,
4: 8, 7, 6, 5,
1: 4, and that three, is. So the answer two, is squadron leader because it's lush. So we have <laughs> Josh,
0: Tim, TJ, Into the Wild. And of course, the state detective himself with squadron leader, the correct answer. And <laughs> Steve from Steve. That's my favorite Bramble. as well, mate. That is.
1: Doesn't narrow it down <laughs> it enough. It's a I brown think. sauce. <laughs> it, it is, is a is
0: brown a
3: sauce. sauce. <laughs> That's so cool. Is there a place you can, place
1: you can pick these sauces up? Is are they available online? Like, I'd love to try them. It. It's the Wodesman 10 at checkout. Yep. the Wode'sman twenty, Wode'sman twenty, twenty, and that will award ten percent to the charity as well, and
0: ten percent to your order. So you'll be able to knock off a little bit and also help a little charity over here in the UK, helping yeah, our lads um, stay stay safe Definitely in the head. use that, which is important, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, another question here, and we are coming near the end, guys. We've only got a few more left. They're a bit spread out, so we'll go with a big one here. We can get the list down for you guys with multiple choice. What percentage of blood loss will likely cause death? Is it A, 10%, B, 40%, C, 25% or D, 50%? What percentage of blood loss is most likely to cause death? 10%, 40%, 25% or 50%? And and I mean, when I mean will cause death, obviously, if you kept bleeding, you're always going to die. But I mean, uh, which one's going to be the the nearest to when you're in serious trouble? So is it A, 10 percent, B, 40 percent, C, 25 percent or D, 50 percent?
1: Well, you know how to cheer us all up with that question, don't you, Liam? (laughs) (laughs) Bleeding yours. Merry Christmas. Let's talk about death and blood. I <laughs> don't you know, no like to, to
5: talk about bleeding <laughs> when you're a knife maker. It's not, it's not an happy experience. <laughs> it all stops <laughs> eventually, Steve, doesn't it?
7: Ten, <laughs> eight, yeah, you seven, knife
0: makers are plenty of bleeding. I'm sure. Nine, four, Both come three, close. Two, one. C, 25%. So
2: we've
0: got Joe with C, 25%. Steve with D, 50%, Josh with B, 40%, Tim with B, 40%. We have State Detective with D, 50%, and Dave Fryer with B, 40%. The correct answer is B, 40%. You reach exangrination, severe loss of blood, when you lose 40% of your body's fluid or blood supply. This condition can and will be fatal if bleeding isn't stopped and treated quickly. So it is B, 40%. But obviously, like we said, any amount of bleeding is not good. And if you've lost 10 20%, 30%, 50%, definitely get it. Get yourself seen. Me, half a percent. (laughs) Ah! (laughs) So well done, guys, who got that one correct. There was three. So there was Tim. There was... Oh, I can't remember who got but... who who got forty uh, percent there. So it was B or forty percent. Tim, Dave, Tim, Dave, and Josh. Yeah, yeah. Cool.
9: Me.
1: Have
6: a little look. Well done, guys? Good question. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Okay. Are we ready? Suitably comfortable and ready for the next question. Which Swedish axe brand makes the small forest axe?
3: It's another court order for me, but I will have to write it.
0: Yeah, you don't have to say it. We'll say
1: it. Oh, come on. So which Swedish axe manufacturer makes the small forest axe? And possibly
3: one of the best quotes ever about axes. Uh, The owner, Gabriel, the owner said that, uh, that they don't let amateurs dictate the professional market. I thought that was pretty brassy. That one was.
7: Come <laughs> <Go> on, Joe.
5: Did you let them run their Instagram?
9: <laughs> fire. I I, I,
0: I, I, <laughs> I,
9: I I have
0: three, So we got Force Brook with Joe Price. We got Steve Grantsforce. We got Josh Grantsforce. We have Tim with Force. and Steve. I'm oh, sorry, all chap. Dave, did you miss out on the question on that one? Yeah, I'm back. It's yeah, no, it's all, the sound just disappeared.
6: I've only heard that one. So. Though, if I have to give Dave
0: a point out of honor for that one. They are We're going, going to, to be known as Granddad's
3: Books in my eyes, Milan, <laughs> Josh. That is, that is, that, is <laughs> that is legit their name. <laughs> it's a thing, now. I'm starting to hashtag.
0: So, this next question, a little bit of a media trivia. What was Ray Mears' debut TV series called? What was Ray Mears' debut TV series called? So the first series that aired on TV featuring a Mr. Ray Mears, the one and only. He's a one of my bushcraft kind of heroes, and uh, got me really into the craft. When I saw this show, in fact, it was this very show that I saw or well, one of the episodes on this show um, that just captured me and I thought, I need to rub sticks together and make smoke (laughs)
1: and and fire. Yeah, this is a special question to your heart, isn't it? Because it is part of the foundation of what got you into it.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: So what was Raymir's debut TV series called?
1: (laughs) I think that came later. The Ray Factor. They both feature short seven, shot.
9: It's not I expected, five, is it? Let's
0: see your answers.
9: Three, two, one. Is your okay.
0: from Joe? Uh, I don't. I
3: <laughs> legit don't know.
0: Joe! <laughs> country track, Raymier's survival, Bushman, and tracks from David Fryers. So the correct answer yeah. is actually tracks or country tracks, sir, David oh, Fryers. So. And Josh Beardwood's there. Tim, Survivor, The Survivor actually was his his first big series, production series, but he did have tracks or country tracks was his short little 15-minute series well, that off. he had on in-between on in shows on ITV. So when they had the gap to fill when a show was only 45 minutes, they'd throw you 15 minutes of Ray. And that's where I found him. And I was like, why are these things so short? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> awesome. Always, yeah. And a really really good series, so I do. Do you ever um, see the episode it? where
5: he fought that Mongolian wrestler? <laughs> <I don't> no.
9: <know. laughs> remember how agile he was, and he'd always be climbing trees Ooh, and, and finished running. Yeah, the yeah. series yeah. with a
3: broken rib. Yeah. Oh wow. Jesus, what happened to that Ray? Yeah.
7: Beat him. Yeah. Yeah. Black Yeah. mess with him. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He's a judo man, isn't he, Roman? So we're coming to the last few questions now. Oh, well so these yeah. are going to be the kind of the tiebreakers, the deal breakers. Did we want to have a little
1: tally up? Bear with me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll just pick the next questions out for you guys. I'm going to try and be nice and kind to you guys. Get some fairly easy ones, but not too easy. We don't want to be too kind to you all. It is the Wodesman after all. He's getting close. Afraid so of Rick. drinking
3: all this country moonshine and then I'll stand up and hit the deck. Okay, right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the scores are in after a little bit of doodling by me. Um they are. <laughs> we have three people who are now tied in first position. <laughs> so in first place, tied, we have Josh fired woods, Joe Price, and Steve. From Field and Steel. And the others... closely, though. Very closely. Tim, you are currently 1.5 points behind, so you are incredibly close. And Um, Dave's doing well? Everyone's doing really well, so... Dave's got
0: only two or three points behind, Mm -hmm. and Steve, you're about five or six behind, so... Behind enemy lines, all chap. I think we can do... You're
1: comfortable, isn't it? We can do a World War II question as our next question. Um, This is very tenuous, the link with bushcraft. Literally, the only link with bushcraft is that we as bushcrafters use torches. Um, So during the Second World War, what was Operation Torch? I will give bonus points for the year and the name of the opposition general. So, what was Operation Torch during the Second World War? And bonus points if you can get the year. year and the enemy general. Josh has gone pure stealth as well. may have to give that to him. This is a very obscure one.
2: Oh no! <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is it's all right. We, we're all learning. Yeah, this was going to be one for Steve.
2: This is where Steve's big
3: brain of knowledge comes out. Randomized
1: knowledge. <laughs> Josh is uncloaked. You might be He's able back to get in the game. bonus points.
0: So, Josh, the question was during the Second World War, what
1: was Operation Torch?
9: Operation Torch. You might
1: be able to get the opposition general's bonus points uh, by thinking at, uh, about the things that a uh, state detective sells. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, so,
0: five,
1: four, Captain three, America. Two, so we've got Joe one. Price with
0: a question mark and Rommel.
2: Yeah, that's we a We have
0: Steve Field and Steel, North Africa and Rommel. We have what? Captain America, <laughs> Josh. <Peterson.
5: laughs>
0: we've got Tim T J in the world, North African desert, Rommel, nineteen forty two. We've got. Steve, state detective, with 1940 Rommel SAS,
1: and we have Dave Fries in 1943. So uh, the answer, uh, Tim, TJ, uh, you actually got all of it right. It is the 1942 Allied invasion of North Africa to fight Rommel. Oh, hey, so, <laughs> <laughs> smashed out, well done. well done. And it was thanks for the so. sauces
0: for <laughs> half point, forward, state, state, point, four point for state to state yay Johnny three, good old bean Steve, and a full point I say all old bean well almost
7: like <laughs> I was there
0: I'm learning Ooh, history just now <laughs> yeah.
1: that's
7: the way to do it
1: <laughs> that should be a new programme on the curriculum yeah. shouldn't it I'm so surprised though. I lost all that this could be a hoodie as well
5: Sauces through time yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh,
4: <laughs>
0: so we're <laughs> looking for harms and sort <laughs> 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 of
6: coming up, but uh the eight fold boy.
8: So on the Moore scale. <laughs> that was fine. Yeah.
0: On the Moore scale, where would you place flint out of a hardness out of ten? Zero being the softest, ten being the strongest. So on the Moore scale, where would you find flint on the scale? With zero being now soft. And ten being extremely hard.
9: Ten being a diamond. Wait, what, wait, wait. So 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 Liam, what are we comparing this to?
0: Just, Flint, where is it on the Moore scale if zero is the softest and ten is the hardest for, for natural materials with diamond being 10. the hardest?
1: Oh, oh my, we... so diamond being the hardest. Yeah, so diamond is ten out of ten on, on the, the Moore's scale. Uh, MOH scale. It's going to wreck Moore's my head because yeah. I know pyrite
3: is is the same. God damn.
1: touch crack a beer while they're thinking? I think so. Cool, cool. Cheers everyone. Cheers.
2: As
9: a Flint mapper I've just got to think about what else I, I I've worked with.
0: 10, I just need 9, one 8, number. You got a text 9, 10, one in ten times. 10, <laughs> 5, 4, 3, so 10, we have Joe Price with 9, seven, Field and Steel with eight, Josh from Field Woods with five, Tim from TJ into the Wild with seven. David Price and Steve from State Detective with eight. The correct answer is seven out of ten. It is. Yeah. So well done. David I would Price never have been forgiven and... if I forgot
3: that. <laughs>
9: <laughs> Steve, have you heard of the Moore scale? Me? No. Yeah, yeah. Steve, the Moore scale, think- have you heard?
3: Yeah, I don't... I, don't I just hear the Rockwell the flavors, scale. end you know, of the Moore scale is for... Is for
1: Geology. It's me. Okay.
3: Yeah. What,
1: what was it? Yeah. Is it rock specific? Yeah, it's rock specific. <laughs> yeah, seven. I think it just compares everything to diamond.
6: Yeah, and we would I'm have expected
1: <laughs> No, but I only <laughs> know. I'm terrible because... with Flynn. I, I, what I've told the story again? on the podcast before, but I was doing an hour session with Will Lord, and the first bit of rock that I hit together slipped my hand open. I bled all over Will Lord's hides, but I didn't want to. Um, Disappoint my instructor, so I, I, I pretended that I wasn't injured. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. Um, yeah, I'm.
5: I think I'm only student that Will's tried about four times to teach, and then eventually just gave up with me because I just can't I just can't
6: get my head around it. <laughs>
9: <laughs> That's part of the fun of it, Tom. Is cutting yourself in. Hey, Tom is
6: that That's true. Then, then, big old. Old
1: chat. Yeah.
6: What was the answer, guys?
1: The answer was 7 out of 10. You got it, right? right. (laughs) Nice, well done. (laughs) So The next question, there are at least two correct answers if we haven't thought about all of the answers and just correct us, but there are definitely two that we could think of. Um, Name a deciduous conifer. Oh, sneaky. Yeah. Sure, you can look up the Latin.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can look up the Latin.
9: Do we get bonus for Latin?
0: So, name us a deciduous
1: conifer. So, a conifer that loses its leaves. Yep. Has cones. Drops its leaves in winter. Or needles.
2: Mm.
1: And you and
0: me both had the different answers, didn't we? we? Yeah. Yeah. Which is nice, and that's what this is all about—kind of reminding each other of these different things as well, and hopefully learning mm. some stuff because there's been a hell of a lot of stuff in here. Yeah. that I, I wouldn't. Remember.
1: I wouldn't have known. So, and like you gave me a load of questions, I got most of them wrong, and I learnt from you. Yeah. I gave you a load of questions. You got some of them wrong. You learnt from me. None of us got the listeners' questions right. Nine, <laughs> nine, eight, seven, six, five, four,
0: three, two. Ah, that's the one in lumpy large. Yeah, good man. Larch, 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 Leylandice, Scots Pine.
7: So, who's got Larch?
0: Josh, Steve, Tim. State Detective, what did you get, old Bean?
1: Old oh, Bean. That. Is,
0: that,
1: is, that, is that one? I'm not sure. I don't think so, no. no. Okay, so. Yeah, no. oh, I was
9: low is, um, is an evergreen, uh, but it's, it's, it's not deciduous, uh, not well, a, it?
6: not deciduous. Mm. maybe not. No, okay, okay, so
1: so the correct answer, um, was larch or alder because uh, it has both okay. cones and is deciduous. It is,
0: and I always get complacent with alder. Because I complete, I just always forget about it. Mm. I just think of larch, and I don't ever think of alder. Mm. The only
1: reason I think of alder is because I remember I went to Austria, and I'd never seen a an alder tree before. Right, and I found this tree that I thought looked like it was in a similar family to birch or hazel. Yeah, but then it had these little cones, and I was just getting so confused because I was and like, "What the, is this?
0: What's the little glade of alders Uh
1: They're called an alder car if there's a group of alders together. A car. There we are. A car of orders, order car. Huh. So
0: that was a really good one, actually. I like that because it reminds me of the of order, um, which I'm, like I said, useless at remembering. <clears throat> so we have a, a little, um, another one here. I'll let you do that one. What is the chemical or oil that burns in birch bark? What is the chemical
1: or oil that burns? Burns in birch bark. It also gives the birch bark its sort of famous white colour. Yeah, good point.
0: So again, what is the chemical or oil that burns in birch bark?
3: Josh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's... It's where the, the family name for the tree has come from, too, is it?
9: The Begins with, with B. I'm not sure. I read something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll take them in the right ballpark. You might be right. I, 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 I had a bit of a stab in the dark
3: on this one. I think no, you're on the right lines there. I think, might, I think
9: you're right. Yeah, if I was doing this, it would be 10, of a stab in the dark as well.
1: Eight, seven, six, five, four, three.
9: Yeah, that sounds
4: right,
1: Joe. One. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe, could you move it along a bit so I can see the second half of your answer? Yeah, betulin or Betulin. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I'm gonna write that.
0: I don't
1: know. Because I think birch are,
3: are betulia or betulia. betulia. Betulia pendula. There you go. So it
0: is, it is. in fact, betulin. Ah, there betulin we go. gives. You see, oh, you see, you see I'm
3: getting a bit tipsy with the. Who got that? Who just... got that?
2: <laughs> 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 <With> Joe. <laughs> you, uh,
1: yes. Steve got that as well. bitumen that's Itch. close. Itch. Yeah. Oh. Sweet. Okay, I think that was a really interesting question. That's something itcherman. that I always need reminding itcherman. of. I
6: put bitumen
0: yeah.
1: um A little bit of a firearms question. um We obviously use firearms. Well, Liam uses firearms for hunting. He's got an array of spent cartridges behind me. Um, I love my firearms from a shooting, sort of target shooting perspective. I used to do a lot of that when I was younger, and I'd like to get back into it. Um, Correctly match the following rifle uh, with the correct caliber. So a Lee Enfield rifle would shoot either 303, 308, 243 6.5 Creedmoor, which is the correct <laughs> caliber for a Lee Enfield rifle. 303
8: 308 6.5 Creedmoor. <laughs> Steve, so I knew you'd do this,
3: mate. get me every time.
8: Oh, <laughs> uh. oh
6: sorry.
2: <laughs>
6: well I might not yet old oh, boy. <laughs> I might have a face like a smack bum in a minute. Was Creedmoor around during the Enfield thing? Just out of curiosity.
9: Creedmoor's um
0: So again, we've got correctly matched the following rifle with the calibre, the Lee Enfield. It's either 303,
6: 308, 243, or 65 Creedmoor. 10,
2: Nine.
9: Eight, I'll say in a
6: minute.
8: Seven, six,
0: five,
8: four, three.
1: Hands? Huh? We have three o three 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 o three three o three three. And Dave? Oh no, I've got three o eight. That's all right. I Dave's know. the only one of us not going to no be put idea. on the watch list. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go Creedmoor,
3: <laughs> but It was close.
9: Like... It was close. So, Joe, you were saying the creamer? Creamer like was quite. It's quite a modern cartridge. It is the NATO yeah, round. Big oh, case, flat. Flat,
3: yeah,
9: yeah. Big case, small, uh, small projectile, high velocity.
3: Yes, it's the Creedmore choice. It just
9: flat. sounds
0: antiquated and British.
3: <laughs> you know what
9: I mean? It sounds cool, does <laughs> not
3: it?
5: Sounds colonial. <laughs> it does yeah. shoot
0: really flat. I mean, it, it's so quick that it's almost sometimes it's too quick. It doesn't have that devastation. You know, Sounds like, like
5: a used... cartridge you used to quell an uprising. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you're on <laughs> another watch list now. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the
2: devil. This wit. young man makes knives <laughs> and
1: knows about 6.5 Creedmoor. <laughs> so we've got. I've been known to pull the trigger.
0: We've got the final one of the funny question. One is a factual one, so we'll start off with the factual one. How many times faster does the body's temperature drop in water compared to air? Is it A, almost 10 times, B, almost 20 times, C, almost 30 times, or D, almost five times? So, how many times faster does the body lose its temperature in water compared to air? Is it A, almost 10 times, B, almost 20 times, C, almost 30 times, and D, almost five times?
2: (laughs)
3: It's one of those ones when you do your test, it's like water's cold.
9: Wait, has anyone else got this? There's going to be a photograph taken.
2: <laughs> We're on the watch list. <laughs>
9: <No honor. laughs> anyone else see that?
1: That's where the thumbnail comes from, people.
2: Yeah.
7: Everyone working
1: <laughs> hard at their answers.
7: Well, it's been a good fun.
3: Bye. If you see snipers coming through here. <laughs> We've we had a good run, Steve. We had a good run.
0: Eight, seven,
4: six,
0: five, four, 3 So we have two, Joe with one. five. We have Steve with five. Josh with ten. Yours with D five times. Steve, state detective, what's yours, buddy? That's number five as well. Number five. Five five times yeah and dave with 20 times it is we're going to have to give that to dave because dave, he's the closest because yep. the body actually loses heat almost 30 times faster in water than it does in air fuck it up which is i didn't i, I didn't I, know that I was shocked
1: by that i thought it was 10 times <laughs> yeah so i thought
0: yeah maybe 5 10 times at the most but 30, 30 times insane well that wow. goes
1: back to what we were talking about earlier with the um, losing core temperature and someone wrote down mm. yeah, water immersion so that's yeah, why
0: absolutely and then tom i think you're finishing up so this is your final question for the Wodesman trivia
1: <laughs> okay final question of this christmas episode of the Wodesman trivia how many flat caps does liam own is it a 7 b 4 c Eighteen or D eleven? <laughs> just... I just thought it was so. A how many of the same flat model. caps? He was like Einstein. Just had <laughs> the you know, same colour. <laughs> they are pretty much the same colour. Just so I can keep them clean. <laughs> <laughs> is it seven, one for every day of the week? Is it four? Is it uh, C eighteen or is it D eleven? Final question. I'd love to get a full house. Oh, imagine! I'd love it. I'd have to buy another hat. <laughs> does that
9: include so the it. one that you gave him for? Um... It does in include that one? Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> one of my
1: things. You can see everyone zooming in behind, trying to see in the background.
0: I can't <laughs> <on that>. Right. <laughs> Oh, next to it. He's right next
2: to nine,
4: the door. Different nine, page. <laughs> eight, seven, well, six, five, four,
1: the answer one, is... two, one. Ooh. I am sad to report that on our final question of this episode, not a single person got the right answer. What's an Einstein? You What's no, a one? So get to the point, as we have done before. Oh, well, is it, saying, it?
0: it is actually eleven hats, so wow. I uh, I apologize. You've got a
2: problem, guys. are not you've wearing
0: having too many hats, Joe, and I'm sorry for all of you guys for wearing all of the hats. <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs>
2: you've got a problem. Though.
3: Liam and Tom, we have to say, due to your axe problem and your hat problem, this is actually an intervention. It's not a podcast. That's why the phones are here. <laughs> <laughs> just
1: How many knives have you got, Joe? Don't ask that question. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: if you lads want to have a little bit of a, a murmur, a little few-minute break while Tom <clears throat> starts working out this results. It went so well. Thank you to every single one of you guys. I think we just lost Tim, there. He'll be back.
5: Yeah, it's Tim There he is. There he is back. He's back. That's been okay.
6: fantastic, guys. Thanks for thanks for inviting us.
0: No, it was no very, worries. It
6: was It was cool. High fives all around.
0: Yeah, it's been <laughs> a lot of you guys' first times, kind of meeting up with each other or talking to each other yeah. for a lot of you. So, thank you for being guests on the Woesman this year. You've all been, like, honestly, really, really special guests. And it means the most to me and Tom to have you guys on this little trivia. You know, we've been going for a fair fair amount of times.
7: It it only went uphill from me, didn't it, Liam, to be honest. (laughs) Um, There we go.
0: (laughs) That's it. I'm I'm just glad I didn't have to participate because I'd be the one with no score.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's been great to put faces to names and, you know, find out new people I'm going to check out that site Steak Detective those also sound badass thank you so much really remember the old discount code Joe yes
5: we ought to we ought to see if he'd like to come and uh, bring his wares to retro next year
3: here's a show that'd yeah. fit right in thank you Yeah. when,
5: when is that Steve
3: mm. when's do retro it.
5: Uh, end of end of April last weekend in April it's bank holiday it?
0: weekend oh okay that's awesome. And actually, you just reminded me, talking of events, one of our questions from our listeners over in America, Arizona, that was Ty S. So again, thanks for that question, Ty. Um, and this one goes to Joe, because I know you've been over that neck of the woods or may may have some connections over there. And he actually asked us, do, is, are you aware or are we aware of any bushcraft sim, similar shows to the bushcraft show over in America? Because it's such a big place um, and... Although in the UK here, we've got the bushcraft show, we've got the Wilderness Gathering. They're all within a fairly close drive to each other. Obviously, mm-hmm. in America, you can be 10 times the size of England and you're still in one state. <laughs> yeah, no, I know that. No, there'd be Rabbit
3: Stick, which um, Josh has said in the corner, which is kind of a primitive skills one. So Rabbit Stick, could be, it'd be on comparison to the Wilderness Gathering, but massive. Yeah. And then if you wanted something, it came to the bushcraft show um, where you get to meet like makers like the Hidden woodsman and all that uh the Georgia bushcraft event. Would be definitely. Yeah, George Bushcraft, one of
0: bigger ones. Into. Yeah, it's a massive one. Brilliant. Well, thank you for that. Um, and yeah, Ty, I hope that one helps you out. Um, yeah, I would love to get over to America to a show, hopefully sometime in the future. But I think we're about getting there. So if you just hold off one second. There's an abacus. <laughs>
5: He's stuck his shoes and socks off. <laughs>
0: now while the judges tally up votes
2: please be
0: patient and wait to see who gets crowned the words must trivia champion
3: oh josh has gotten cloaked again
2: <laughs>
0: We have news just in breaking news. The winner, the winner of the Wodesman, the Wodesmus 2022
2: <laughs> trivia is. <laughs> <Christ>! <laughs> <laughs> yes. okay.
3: It now nice. that it was a blast. That was a blast. I mean any chance to get drunk on a on a Monday is good by me. <laughs> yeah, it is a Monday, isn't it?
1: Yeah, <laughs> really well done, guys. Do you want to go through the scores? Sorry. Yeah, so I had a few half points and bonus points that I'd not added on when I'd done the middle points. Um so that changed the the final positions. A little bit. Um, so, in fifth place, State Detective. Um, but can I just say you kept up with all of our, all of all of the other bushcraft guns, um, and like you're fairly new to the bushcraft scene, and, and yet, only a few points. You away. were only a few points away from oh, from being go. competitive. So, um, oh, I hope to see you again oh, on our our Christmas quiz next year. And um,
6: yeah, uh, you, making you. some people
1: sweat. So. Well Thank done, very yeah, really much, well.
6: chaps. And I've learnt a lot of things from you guys. Uh, so, yeah, thanks awfully. Uh, really enjoyable.
0: No, thanks for supplying us. You know, always with your quality stuff as well. So, uh, definitely go check out the state detective, guys. Yeah. he's he's not a sore loser, and he he definitely held his own, fighting for the troops.
7: If you want me back as a taste tester, Steve, <laughs> as well. Yeah, get yeah, out.
1: The of me. Taste testers. <laughs> I need man. So, <laughs> next, next two positions Thanks, oh um, were Dave, Friars, and Tim, TJ. Um, both indi- indistinguishable from each other. A fantastic effort. Um, well done, lads. Um, and that leaves us with the, the top three, who were Steve, uh, Josh, and Joe.
0: Very um, tight as well.
1: With only a two points between each of them. So, um, scraped... So Spring well done. the lead, yeah. Well done, guys. And
0: Joe, is there,
1: is there any? Uh... Yeah, let's get around At The end of the day, the points and scoring isn't that important, no. really, because the important thing is we got a load of us friends together. We met, introduced a few of our friends to each other. We celebrated a year on on air, and Congrats. more importantly than that is we got to do a good thing for charity. It's a good bit of fun,
6: wasn't it? (laughs) It was a good
1: bit of fun and it was for charity as well. So that leaves us to ask Joe. It does.
0: What Mm -hmm. charity Joe would you like? Would you like to and there's no pressure if you want to have a little think on it, but is there a charity that you'd like the winnings of this to go to? So we we've all made a little donation to a little part and we're gonna put a just giving link for you guys, the listeners, to donate to and top up that pot. And we'll leave that just giving run until the end of January. And when January is up, we'll then donate those winnings to the charity of choice. So it can either be one of your choice or it can be the Wodesman kind of charity that we've, we've chosen, sponsored, which is which the beneficiary.
3: Sure. So but it's totally up to you, Joe. Cool. Well, if it's okay with you guys, I'd like to split it in half because I heard mention of a very good charity on the show that the state detective and that's involved in. And I'm involved in kind of the same one doing here. So there's ONE, one which is the Veterans Charity here in Ireland to make sure homeless um, veterans have a place to go and stuff like that. And I'd like to donate the Brilliant. other half to the other charity for soldiers mentioned on the show too.
1: Thank, Thank you so you. much, Joe. That's so, really special. So that's really special. So we'll have half going to the fishermen, yeah, um, which well, I know, uh, Tim, you'll um, be very so pleased yeah. to hear you that. You do a bit of work for them, don't you, Tim?
7: Sure. Can I just um, – I, I haven't really had the opportunity to do this yet, but uh, can I just give a heartfelt thank you equally to to you, Tom and Liam, but also to Steve as well for, for your massive support for the bearded fishermen. Um, but I've, I've been a little bit disorganised at my end, uh, just getting a, a proper thank you from myself. I mean, I volunteer for them, but also my boss is there as well. We will sort something out, um, but uh, in the meantime, just um, – it means a great deal to us that every penny gets goes straight where it's needed, and it it, uh, it helps us enormously. So, big thank you, a huge gesture.
1: No, I mean mental health is something both very close to to me and Liam's um, yeah. heart. So, if if our podcast can do something positive, then that's fantastic. And Joe, I think your choice of the veterans charity in well, Ireland yeah. is such a, an amazing cause. And yeah. if this even helps one person, um, then it'll be worthwhile. So um yeah that just leaves us to wrap up this very special episode thank you for bearing with us through the technical difficulties we're both (laughs) going to sleep and have headache
0: we are and quickly before we leave can we get from each and every one of you so i'm going to go around and ask you just to say where people can find you online um and again just to say a heartfelt thank you for me and tom so joe um let us know where people can find you and again thank you mate
3: no no problem um I'm all over social media scattered about the place but if you want to see all my social media condensed into one place you can find it on eskogokmark.com it's just Swedish but
0: and we'll put a is. link
1: in the description I appreciate that guys and people should check out the Living to Learn page on Facebook as well definitely, definitely. it's sure, yeah. very amazing source of information yeah. Yeah, Steve uh, thank you very much mate for coming on uh, me and Liam are heading right. to the woods tomorrow where I have your Nesmuk and Splinter which will be with me for for the woods so thank you very much for giving up your time and coming on uh where can people find and follow you uh mostly on instagram at uh field and steel
5: or uh if they want to message me they can message me through the website which is www.fieldandsteel.co.uk brilliant
0: perfect thank you very much i'll put that in the description as well um josh Field woods uh, thank you so much buddy honestly um always a place to have you. Uh, it's, it's great to have your little in-, in, in there as well and you're always a good laugh so where can people find you because you also or on social media aren't you you got Instagram and bits it was really nice to
9: see everyone this evening and um, if you want to find me on social media it's Fired Woods uh, Instagram
0: and that's FYRD yeah F We'll pop the link in the description.
9: The uh, Anglo-Saxon word for uh, militia.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Brilliant! I like it. I see, as as he's attaching an arrowhead. (laughs) Back on the watch (laughs) list, we we were doing so well with the (laughs) charities. And Mister Stake Detective, it is always a pleasure to spend any amount of time in your company. Um, It's like your support of our show um, has meant an awful lot this year, and yeah your humour and mirth always goes a long way i know when i was in on holiday i was sending you silly little voice notes all the time so thank you so much for coming on where can people find you and buy your sources i know mr mr joe price will be uh will be uh cracking on with, with some of the international orders
6: well you can normally find me in 1940 but currently i'm <laughs> in 2022 but at the state com at the state detective on instagram and uh yeah uh, that is where you're tapping to the wireless old chap. YouTube, <laughs>
2: don't forget the
6: YouTube. Oh, YouTube, yeah, for shenanigans and all that chap is uh, at the state detective on YouTube. I'll as check well. that out. That's slick. <laughs> Tomfoolery and all that jazz. A little bit of cooking. Look, uh, no, a little, little bit of wild camping. And yeah, thanks, guys
0: it's brilliant it, honestly so good to have you mate and Dave as well thank you so much for making the effort to come up I know it's been such a busy period for you coming up to Christmas making away. Yeah. You know, that sewing machine has been going at a cl- the rate of clappers does not
8: it so. oh yeah nice cheers guys it's been great um, even the podcasts are great I really enjoy them um, but yeah if you want to contact me anyone it's David Fryers. just google David Fryers or Instagram and uh, easy to get hold of yeah
0: you got a store on Etsy, haven't you?
8: So that's where yeah. people can find you. Yeah, yeah. If you just Google "David Fries, I'll come up. So it's all cool, but awesome. Facebook.
1: Fantastic! And oh, uh, last, but certainly not least, uh, TJ, um, thank you so much, mate, for coming on, um, and also a massive thank pleasure. you from me for all your videos on slingshots oh, that yeah. you <laughs> sent me and Liam. Um, you've taken me from a complete novice to just above a complete novice um, and i'm now able to hit uh, the broadside yeah. you'll, you'll, soon, you'll
7: soon be taking the nuggets off a housefly don't you worry you'll be <laughs> just keep practicing
1: uh, so where can people find you online uh I'm, I'm
7: a very limited presence if you like but instagram's uh, probably your best bet um just a collection of uh, outdoor shenanigans really no, nothing
6: too serious
0: yeah, good shenanigans they are, though, Tim. Yeah, you always, undersell that. Yeah, I, I always enjoy seeing
6: your content. <laughs> you legend, Tim. But look, guys, Tim's catapult skills are fantastic. They are. That brings
0: us to an end of a special is, episode.
6: Thank
1: you for bearing with us uh, and uh, and all of the mirth and good fun that you brought to this. And I hope you all have it's, a fantastic Christmas. It's
0: been so special, honestly. Thank you, guys. You too, guys. Oh, really, you too, guys. Really, uh,
1: mer- a very Merry Wodesmith And get off to
0: your respective... <laughs> Partners, beds, drinks, more drinks, whatever you and, like. Yeah, blame <laughs> us for
1: everything you need to blame us for. And um, you got the evidence here. We'll hopefully see you all in a future episode. <laughs> to Definitely. You and Merry Christmas.
3: Same to you guys. And you. Merry Christmas. Take care. Thank yeah.
0: hey you guys. Take care, guys. <laughs>